The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle, from the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback. There's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives we're consumed by all the what if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun if you're like us then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass or play call each week on alternate routes we'll take a flashpoint in sports break down what actually happened then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused follow alternate routes on the wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts you can listen early and ad free right now by joining wondery plus Let Tend Dental make your dream smile a reality. We offer a variety of top-rated treatments, including Invisalign aligners. And for a limited time, Tend is offering $750 off orthodontic treatments. Offer valid through January 31st, so don't wait. Visit hellotend.com slash sale. That's hellotend.com slash sale. And book your free consult today. Bills at Chiefs, here we go again. Sal Capaccio, Matt Bove, welcome to It's Always Game Day in Buffalo. Matt, I feel like this should be a division game. These two teams play so much. This will be the fifth time since 2020. We're going to talk about why there are so many of them in Kansas City, but this will be the fourth time in Kansas City, twice in the playoffs, last year in the regular season, now this time in the regular season. We have gotten the miles into Kansas City and Arrowhead. I, I got to say, Really, really cool venue. Awesome place to watch a football game. Once we've done it four times in the last two years, I'm kind of like, man, I really wish they were just coming to Buffalo this weekend. (laughs) Yeah, look at awesome venue. You're right. I love it. Horrible radio booth location, which I don't have to worry about. I'm not doing the game from there. I'm on the field. Mm -hmm. But I... I love the fact that so many of our listeners and my followers on Twitter love that I give them information about the radio booth. I never thought it would be that popular, but I started talking about all the different radio booth locations over the last Uh few years and people are really into it. And every time I go to a stadium now, I take a picture of the radio location, the booth and say, here it is. And I kind of tell everybody how it compares to most in the league. This one is right in the center of the field. It's great, but it is, it might be the highest in the league, Matt. It might be the highest in the entire league, the radio broadcast booth. Well, assuming it's probably 
similar to the press box, or maybe it's in the same like area as the press box. The press box is sky high. Last year, I remember watching those plays and just, you feel so far away. It's an awesome stadium. But when you think of the massive bowl and the massive stadium, the press box is all the way to the top. And for perspective at Highmark stadium, you think of the lower bowl, the press box is just above the lower bowl and it's still pretty far away. So this one is, it would be like if you were in the top last row at Highmark stadium, and then you were probably 50 feet higher than that. That's where these are. That's where these are at Arrowhead. I remember last year taking a couple pictures and I'll do this again this year and I'll tweet them out. From where the radio broadcast booth is, you can look over the top of the stadium on each end zone to see the parking lots. That's oh, how you are. You can see the Kansas City skyline from the press box. If you look out the windows, you see the right. vast parking lots of just tailgating everywhere. And then you see in the distance, the skyline for Kansas City. And I will say, because there are a lot of people who are listening to this podcast who probably have never been to Arrowhead. Maybe they'll never go to Arrowhead. I think, and you correct me if I'm wrong, I think the vibe in the game day experience at Arrowhead is as close to Orchard Park as there is all around the league. I think there are a ton of similarities between a game day in Kansas City and a game day if you're going to OP and watching the Bills. 100% correct for a lot of reasons. The last thing I'll say about the radio booth, and I'll touch on what you just said, is I know it's not unique to the press box to say this, but for a lot of radio booths it is. It's completely enclosed and sterile, if you will. We, they cannot open the, the, the window. A lot of times in the radio booths, you can open the window and you can get the feel, like the temperature feel, the, the crowd, the natural sound, the ambient sound. You can't do that. You're so high and you're enclosed and it's just weird. And I always feel bad um, for Murph. Like I said, I'm way down on the field. We've had issues. We had issues last year with my connectivity with my mic because – I'm so far away from the booth with the antennas and because it was Sunday night football and there were so many people that using wireless on different frequencies. And I think there was also might've been a a carnival going on at that time. I don't know, but there's a lot of stuff. that's crazy to think about. All right. So that particular aspect is right. When you pull in, you smell it, right? You smell the, Mm -hmm. um, the cooking, the, the barbecue, great barbecue, Kansas city, of course, and you smell the tailgate. And when you're inside the bowl, one of the reasons why I think what you said is right. It's very similarly designed stadium, which is it is one lower bowl with one tunnel in and out, which is what Highmark is. And you don't normally get that around the league and everything else is enclosed. Oh, yeah. The tunnel's kind of in the corner and that's the only way out onto the fields, right? That's exactly right. I remember all of the players huddling in the tunnel as the rain was just pouring in the Sunday night game last year because it was like an hour and 15 minutes delay. So a lot of the players were getting bored because they had to wait so long. They were eating peanut butter and jelly sandwiches Mm -hmm. to try and stay, you know, get, get themselves a little bit of energy. And there were some really great pictures of the guys just like sitting on the ground in the tunnel, watching the rain, eating peanut butter and jelly sandwiches and bananas. It's right. It's a really cool vibe. If, if you've been to a game in orchard park, it's awesome. It's a lot of fun. There are so many similarities in Kansas city. It's really cool. I'm also going to say this last thing about Kansas city, their fans top notch. Love them. Since I was a little kid, they've always been some of the best fans to deal with in the world. Uh, as far as the NFL is concerned, at least I remember going to games when I was a kid, going to the playoff games and AFC championship game. And I remember thinking, boy, those Kansas city fans are really nice. They've always been nice and hospital hospitable uh, out in Kansas city. And we talked with chief sideline reporter, Josh Klingler on WGR on Wednesday on my extra point show. And he said, what do you think about this, Matt? He said, Chiefs fans consider the Bills 
like one of their biggest rivals now because of not, not the hatred type of rival, but because they both realize they realize they're in the same space that are competing for the grand prize in the AFC now with these two great quarterbacks year after year. I almost think of it the same way the Patriots and the Colts probably viewed each other for all those years with Manning and with Brady, where they, well, the Patriots and the Colts was a little different because they used to be in the same division, but for the bills and the chiefs, these are really good teams that always feel like they're on a crash course to meet each other. And the matchup becomes that much more significant when you know how big of a deal this means for playoff seating, for home field advantage, for all of the things that you try and accomplish when you're in the regular season. So yeah, I totally think it's a rivalry. It's actually something I was talking to one of our reporters in Kansas city about it earlier today. And she said the same thing. She's like, oh no, like in Kansas city, this has become the rivalry game. This is the game that everybody is looking for when the schedule comes out before, you know, before the Broncos, before the Raiders, before the chargers, before all those games that are on, you know, in their division, people want to know. And the last time we saw them play, it was maybe one of the best games in NFL history. I do want to point out though. I saw a really interesting tweet today from Aaron Schatz, football outsiders. Did you see that? Nope. I did not see. What did he write? Okay. So this is pretty interesting and it brings the magnitude of this game. It's what this Sunday means for the bills and for the chiefs. If the bills win they're not the chance they get the number one seed. Guess what the percentage is. This is according to their simulations. If the bills win their predictions, their model says they have this chance at getting the one seed. 65 to 70% somewhere in there. Wow. You're so good. 68. 68%. Oh, wow. wow. You hit that right on the head. You, you... I, I did not see it. Okay, I did not so... see it. I'm just thinking the AFC already has a lot of losses around the, around the conference. These are the only two teams that are four and one. I mean, if the bills win, whoever wins this game is free and clear right now as the number one seed. And I, I did that in my head. And then I also thought about what the rest of the schedule looks like, which is I think favorable for the bills. So that's where there's a big disparity. So if the bills win, according to their numbers, they have a 68% chance of winning the AFC, getting the top seed. If the chiefs win, they only have a 35% chance and the bills still have the second best chance at 30%. So there's a really big disparity because it looks like the chiefs remaining schedule is more difficult. We know their division is more difficult. They're going to have a bunch more games that are really, really tricky. And I think it speaks to the bills. We said get through week seven or excuse me, week eight after the Packers game. And you could really go on a nice little run. There are some teams. The Bills still have to play that have exceeded expectations. Like the Vikings are going to be a harder game than people thought. Even even the lions are going to be a little bit harder of a game than some people thought, but I don't think the Packers are very good. They still get to play the Packers. I haven't seen anything really from the Patriots that makes me think that they're the jets look better, but I still think the bills are going to, we don't know where they are. That's what I mean. Like, All of these other tricky games seem very manageable. So yeah, it's just really interesting how the long-term impact of the rest of the season kind of hinges on what happens on Sunday. Well, there's a good reason for chiefs fans to feel like the bills fan, the bills are their rival. And that's because they have played in some pretty big games, obviously over the last few years. So Matt, one of the questions we keep getting and people keep talking about, even if it's not a question, maybe just a complaint or just some sort of statement is, Man, the Bills are playing in Kansas City again. Uh-huh. Yes, again. This year will be seven out of the last eight times the two teams met in Kansas City. And oh, by the way, they are scheduled to play in Kansas City again next year. That's going to happen. So the Bills and the Chiefs will meet again in Kansas City. It will be 
the third straight season, Buffalo visits Kansas City for either a regular season or playoff game, and the fourth straight time that the Chiefs are the home team between the two. Now, some of that includes playoffs. That's part of this. So let me explain. I wrote an article at WGR550.com how this works. This is why, folks, if you're wondering why the Bills continue to play in Kansas City, it really comes down to two things, schedule rotation and playoffs. But within schedule rotation is two different types. Number one is every team from the AFC East, we'll just use that as an example, plays every team from the North one year mm-hmm. and then the West next year and then the South and they just rotate. So every three years, the bills play the chiefs and out of those three years, it goes home and then away and then home and then away. So you catch them. They caught them in Kansas city in 2017. Mm-hmm. And then in 2018, 19, 20 was in Buffalo, mm-hmm. 22, 23 in Kansas city. So that's why they're going back next year. But the bigger re- reason is because the other divisions the Bills don't play every year. They do play this team that finished in the same spot as them. And since they both finished in first place the last couple of years, yeah. they match up. And the NFL formula is a bit quirky here. It's a two-year rotation for one division uh, same place finisher to go to another. So for two straight years, the East has to go to the West. That's why it's happened. So you not only get them playing in Kansas city on the normal three-year rotation, you also got them going to Kansas city two straight years because of where they finished. And that simply being a part of the schedule. And then you get the two playoff games because the chiefs were the higher seed. And you get them going back next year, just coincidentally because of the three-year rotation. Yes. And a lot of bills fans keep saying, why can't the chiefs come to Buffalo? This is ridiculous. Well, funny you should ask. They did in 2020, but it was in that weird part of the schedule when all of the games were getting moved. That game was played on a Monday night at 5 p.m. Do you remember that? How strange that was? Of course, in front of no fans. We were there. Yep. In front of the other part of it. Patrick Mahomes has never played in Buffalo in front of fans. He's played in Buffalo, but 17 was in the game in 2017 was the game right after the Peterman LA game. Remember they they went back to Tyrod. They won. And a really close game. And they were pretty big underdogs in that game. And it kind of came out of nowhere. And then, so in 2018 and 19, they didn't play. Mm -hmm. In 2020, they come back to Buffalo as part of that rotation. And then in 2023, they go back to Kansas City. But in the meantime, they've both gotten good. They both finished in the same spot. And the AFC East team goes to the AFC West team as the same place finisher two years in a row. But that changes. So here's your answer to your question for anyone who says, when does Kansas City come back to Buffalo? Well, other than the playoffs, which could happen this year, right? We don't know if that happens. Regular season-wise, Matt, we could be looking at a Bills hosting three years in a row, 2024, 2025 and 2026 in 2026, the two teams will play in Buffalo. We know that that is locked in. If they finish in the same spot in their division in 2023, they'll play in Buffalo in 2024. And if they finish the same spot in their division again in 2024, they'll come to Buffalo again in 2025. That's a long way of saying these two teams could continue to match up year after year because of a, the rotation and B because of where they may finish similarly and then you would get the Chiefs coming to Buffalo for a couple straight years, and then the Bills going back to Kansas City and vice versa. I hope that this is what we're in for. I hope that it really does become the next Manning-Brady. I think it's such a great game. I think the sporting, the the divisional round in 2021, so it was technically in 2022 earlier this year, but the right. divisional round of last season, that game was the best sporting event I have ever been to at any level, and I don't think it will honestly ever get exceeded. It was such a good game, and hopefully there are a lot more of those. I don't know how it lives up to that, 
ever, but even the regular season game last year was a good game. The bills pulled away at the end. They ended up winning by, I think 14 points in that game. They pulled away, but for the first, for the first portion of that game, it was really good. Then the Chiefs scored and it looked like they were going to maybe come back in the game. And then Josh did the hurdle over the guy. And then they went down the field. And I think Emmanuel Sanders had like his second touchdown of the game. And that kind of ultimately put them away. Yep. And even you think back to the, the AFC championship game, a really lopsided score. That was still a pretty close game. I think if the bills were more aggressive in that game in the first half, they would have hung around with the chiefs farther in that game than they ultimately did. So, yeah, I mean, these two teams and these two quarterbacks, especially like we talked to Josh Allen today and he was like, well, you know, it's just, he said his traditional line, it's the most important game. Cause it's the next game. And I know the media is going to make a big deal out of it, but we're just taking it one day at a time. And it's like, you know, why everybody's making a big deal out of it. It's probably the two best players in the league going head to head. And the last time you went head to head, you guys put on an absolute stunning performance. So that's why it's such a big deal. And because of the way the game ended, a rule was changed. It's the Josh Allen rule, essentially, right? The overtime rule. We can call it that the coin toss rule, whatever you want to say. That's what happened the last time. One more final nugget on the schedule. This is really interesting, Matt. So I just told everybody how this might work out. Well, in 2026, Buffalo Bills could very well host the Kansas City Chiefs. That will be, um, in fact, it's it, it's going to happen. Actually, it will happen. It's locked in. In 2026, the Bills will be hosting the Kansas City Chiefs. Do you know what else happens in 2026? New stadium. That's right. The Bills will be hosting the Chiefs the first year of the new stadium. If the Bills win the Super Bowl in 2025, <laughs> I'm banking on that being the Thursday night game. Who would you right now? This is so far. So far, we have no idea what's going to happen. Who is the right choice to open the new stadium? Is it Kansas city? Is um, it a division? Is is it the dolphins? I think we have to wait until then, but it's probably Kansas city or I guess it could be the dolphins. I think if I'm right, I have to go back and look at this. Do the giants match up that year with Brian table? I mean, maybe that who knows how good they are. Um, I think we have to wait. Yeah. Oh, for sure. I mean, no, think about but, that. We're four years away. But no, I mean to see how good teams are. You know, I feel like the Patriots would be kind of served right here, though. I, I do. I mean, who knows? Maybe by then the Patriots are already on another quarterback cycle and they've got somebody else and they're <laughs> unbelievable again. We don't know what's gonna happen. Bite next, your tongue next week, let alone what's gonna happen in twenty twenty six. Bite your tongue about that with the Patriots. <laughs> All right, let's get into this matchup. Bills at Chiefs.